Hello, this is Dr. Patrick Porter, and welcome back to Brain Tap Business Journal, the podcast. And I have a special guest with us today. Uh, Monica, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and in what unique way you're using the Brain Tap system? Sure. Well, my name is Monica Ostroff. I'm currently the director of the Cambridge Eating Disorders Center of New Hampshire, and I have treated people with eating disorders for the past 20, 25 years. And I luckily came across BrainTap about, I think it was less than a year ago, actually, was using it personally for myself and my daughter. And in looking at some of the programming, thought that it would be absolutely invaluable for the clientele that I treat. So I started first trying it out with my private clients and then some of the clients that come into our program in Cambridge or at the Cambridge Eating Disorder Center. And what I found is that it does a number of things. It really helps people to settle down and get into a place where they're really open. And by open, I mean open-minded and open to change occurring and potentially change occurring quickly. I think there's this idea that eating disorders kind of take forever to heal. And BrainTap has been sort of supercharging that process for a lot of people that I've been working with. They get into this beautiful relaxed state in theta where they're really open to reframing and reconsidering brand new ideas, like brand new definitions of what food does for your body, what food does for your health, what the definition of health and wellness truly is, as opposed to this kind of distorted idea that an eating disorder brings into people's minds. Mm-hmm. So it's been really amazing. Oh, great. I know that most people think of brain tap and losing weight and going because we have so many sessions about uh, people who want to be naturally thin. But what sessions are you finding are useful right now on the brain tap? Because uh, with our offices out there, there's there's probably uh, close to a thousand six hundred now offices using it. And I'm sure they're not all yeah. working with eating disorders. But uh, what would you recommend they have them listen to to get this kind of result? Well, some of it is, you know, obviously individualized, right? Like for the eating disorder population, approximately 60% of them have some type of trauma. So for those people, I'm finding the PTSD series to be really invaluable. Um, For people who don't have trauma, and even those who do, I'm also using a lot of the stress reduction series for them to just bring down that level of anxiety that is so, it's just so prevalent throughout the course of their day. But I also help people, and I use some of the AM um, series, which is kind of like, um, I think you had coined it digital coffee a while back, and I've never forgotten it. But there's a subset of people that really struggle with depression, which is one of the largest side effects of malnutrition is depression, anxiety, and irritability. And the AM series in the morning has really put everybody into a very positive, upbeat, energized mindset, where I find they're more excited about recovery and far more able to tolerate the discomfort that comes along with body changes inherent in the recovery process. Mm -hmm. I've also used brain fitness for them because one of the other things that happens as a side effect of malnutrition, and I'm not just talking about underweight people. I mean, people who binge eat and are overweight are malnourished as well. Their focus and concentration is really affected. And there's something beautiful about the brain fitness where you're kind of um, really being mindful and present in your day where negative thoughts are no longer affecting you, where your focus and concentration is kind of supercharged. And across the board, you know, I've, I've not had anybody report anything negative whatsoever. Everybody's sort of reporting that they feel like they're making progress faster than they've made progress before. That's great. Now, when they, when they come in, how many times a week do you see these people? Do they just come in once a week, twice a week? What are you finding works for them? 
So, well, they're all different because at came in our center at Cambridge Eating Disorder Center, we have um, a five day a week, 10 hour a day program. So those people are there daily, multiple Dang. times, you know, throughout the day, multiple times throughout the week. We have a six hour program that's five days a week, a three hour program that's three to five days a week. And then of course I have my private clients that come in weekly. So people are using it at varying frequencies. I, I would say the people who are able to use it daily are clearly the ones making the fastest progress. But even my private clients who are using it once a week in sessions when I see them are seeing some really good benefits. Okay. So when you when you think about the BrainTap system, I know we've talked a little bit about uh, you and I partnering on some of these since this is your this is your world. Um, where do you think brain where do you see the brain tap going and, and how can we make this even work better for this population? Well, what I think would be amazing is that it can really get underneath some of these distorted ideas that an eating disorder brings into the mind of someone struggling, right? So, and that's really challenging for them to let go of it. So there are people who are carb phobic and fat phobic, meaning the fat macronutrient, not just fat on the body. Right. Uh, with this also like really driven perfectionistic, I need to look okay for the world no matter what is going on in my life. And I think BrainTap is uniquely positioned to get underneath those kinds of thought processes and really turn them upside down on their head to help people understand that all foods are fine in moderation. Mm -hmm. All foods are really fine, particularly when you're eating for fuel, your body needs it for fuel. And that health is not actually a skeleton covered in skin, that there's a there's a range of what health looks like for people and helping people get to a place where they not only accept that, but really embrace it. It's going to be phenomenal to get some of those belief systems changed and also to be, um, how do I want to say this? To not be afraid of being authentic, to not be afraid of being real. And I do think that many people with eating disorders really struggle with that. There's such fear of judgment from others and there's such a, ongoing critical voice that lives inside their head evicting that it's going to be amazing that's great well i know when we first started you said that you used it personally for yourself what about the brain tap convinced you to even try it in your practice because we have a number of professionals that buy it for themselves but they don't seem to make that quantum leap to put it into their practice they're they're using it for themselves what do you what, what happened for you and what do you suggest for them out there well, a couple of things. I mean, really, I was using it for a health condition because I had been diagnosed with advanced disseminated Lyme disease. And I had found that that really affected my thought process and my word retrieval and just different things that I wasn't finding relief for. And I did the brain fitness series for myself. And I did a bunch of other ones too. But suddenly I was really kind of amazed at the fact that my thoughts were flowing much the way they used to, you know, 10 years ago before I least before I knew I had Lyme or was affected by it. And I started kind of looking around at all of the different series and I tried a couple, I looked at the addiction series because I've worked in that field as well for a period of time. And for me to see things that were effortless, like there's a, in some of the series that I did, I think one of the dual voices, it says, you know, and water is becoming your favorite drink. I hated drinking water. I can't even tell you how much I hated drinking water. Now I drink it all the time and it's because I crave it and it's nothing that I did that created a lot of effort for me. It just kind of happened. And when I looked at the addiction series and thought about the effortless change that I made for myself and just the benefit in my brain itself, I thought, oh my God, this will be amazing for the eating disorders folks. 
who are seeking recovery because we don't have the research in the eating disorders field like we do in other fields. We don't have a, a perfect series of treatments that works for everybody. Our statistics are way better than they used to be, but they're still not like awesome. They can be improved. And I think this is going to be instrumental in improving those statistics for solid recovery for just about everybody. That's great. Well, I know some of the listeners out there, they do different things in their clinic um, besides the brain tap, of course. And I know you do as well. Um, when I was looking over your site uh, on Facebook, I noticed you do lunch and learns. You do other kind of things to bring people in. Um, what kind of tip can you give the practitioners out there that are using brain tap to help them to engage more clientele? Because that's one of the things with the business journalists to try to help people uh, grow their practice a little bit. What kind of tip can you give them in, in relation to that? I honestly think that, um, I think Brene Brown said it years ago, right? That we understand things through stories. We need a story to really understand something. So if you've used BrainTap or somebody close to you has used BrainTap and they've gotten a really good result from it, it's a really phenomenal thing to share that story because that is what speaks to other people and that's what inspires people. So your clients, I feel like your clients are going to be really interested as soon as they hear a story or two that's positive or beneficial for somebody that is similarly situated. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was, you know, using it for myself, having this really great response and also seeing benefits in my daughter and my husband and, you know, being able to just tell a client, like, this is something that I have seen work and, you know, this is what it changed for me, you know, in a way that clearly respects their boundaries. And they were, and I said, I really think that this is going to be something that's going to help you change that mindset you've been really stuck in. So what do you say we give it a try? And the anxious people who want to make sure that it doesn't hurt and that it's pleasant, right. they, they're practically addicted to it. As soon as they try it, then they start telling people they know. I mean, there's really something to be said for sharing with stories and personal experience. That's great. So in, in, in ending today, because I appreciate your time, and I think the listener is going to realize that there's other uses, because um, when I heard what you're doing with it, that's very different. Just like when I found out from Joquita Handy, Dr. Handy, about how she was using with autism, it was like, we never knew BrainTap could do that, because that wasn't where we were focused. So it takes, you know, professionals like yourself to kind of think outside the box and how it might be used. Um, is there anything you think we've not talked about that you'd like to share with the profession out there that's using brain tap because we have medical doctors we have psychotherapists um, psychologists a chiropractors medical doctors yeah i think the the thing that's been most instrumental for me was not being afraid to go look in other programs that may or may not be related in my brain may not have been related to what i'm doing to find out that they really are so you can really leverage a lot of those other programs with your clientele so, for example, my specialty, my specialty is both eating disorders and addictions. You know, it made sense to also look at things like, you know, for the women who are over 40, looking at the menopause series for them and finding that, oh, my gosh, in addition to helping them heal from an eating disorder, they're also learning that there's other ways to have control over their body that's actually real control and not the pseudo control that the eating disorder will give them. Because if you had told me three years ago that I might be using a menopause series trying to help people heal from eating disorders, I would have said, yeah, okay, right. <laughs> you know? but, it's, but it works. Mm -hmm. It really does. So looking around at those other programs and finding ways you can implement them, don't be shy. 
Okay. Well, I appreciate your time, and I'm sure that as we roll out this new series, this new eating orders this series, maybe we can even have you come and do uh, something at one of our boot camps, like we just had here, our summer camp, which was which was phenomenal. And, and people are always looking for ways to expand it. Uh, we had probably eight different 